0: Grief isn't something that we need to fix. It's something that we get to feel. In this special minisode, I share my thoughts on grief. Whether you are grieving or you know someone who is grieving, my prayer is that this episode sheds light on the beauty that grief has to offer. Tune into this minisode and learn why grief is so intimately connected with love. What type of support is truly needed for someone who is grieving? The reasons why most people are uncomfortable with grief and seven things you need to understand about grief, whether you are a loyal listener or you're brand new to potent truth. Please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Spotify also now allows you to drop ratings and I would truly appreciate having a rating on the show as this helps get the podcast out to more people around the world. Now it is time to understand grief. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, Therein lies Potent Truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at Potent Truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremon, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. I, like many people, have experienced a lot of grief in my life. But something that my journey continues to show me is that there are layers to grief. Grief, in my opinion, is one of those emotions that is so misunderstood and deeply feared. Mostly because people don't want to become stuck in their grief. Grief has a bad reputation. People assume that grief leads to depression, that grief leads to stopping or pausing your life, that grief leads to your demise. There are so many fears and misconceptions around grief, which is why it's one of the emotions that people run away from, whether they're conscious of it or not. It's an emotion, a feeling, an experience that people dismiss or bypass or attempt to rush through because if we can avoid feeling grief, that's great. We can move on to the other side. People are more excited to move on to what's on the other side of grief without understanding that the only way to truly reach what's beyond grief is to be with grief. And in my experience, what lies beyond grief isn't a life without grief. We can often grieve for the entirety of our lives just like we can love for the entirety of our lives. In fact, we often look at hate as being the duality of love. You know, on one side we have love, on the other side we have hate. But through my understanding and my perspective, what I've noticed and observed is that grief is the duality of love. On one side we have love, and on the other side we have grief, which means that, The deeper we love, the deeper we'll grieve. And this is why grief is so misunderstood is because people want to rush through it. They want to go beyond it. They want to move through it to get to the other side without realizing that just like love, we can grieve for the duration of our lives depending on what it is that we are grieving or who it is that we are grieving. Just like we can love people and and souls and beings our entire lives, even when they're not part of our life, we can also grieve those same people, those same souls, those same beings for the entirety of our lives. The other thing that you need to understand, especially if you are going through a process of grief right now, if you're on a journey of grief, if you're grieving, whether it's behind the scenes in secret or front-facing, is that no one is going to understand your grief but you. No one. Because they are not living your experience. They're not going through what you are going through. They may be able to have compassion or show empathy, but no one is going to understand your grief but you. And so you may think you want understanding there during this period of time but what you really need is simply to be acknowledged for your grief you need and crave the acknowledgement not the understanding you don't need someone to understand the layers and the complexities of the grief that you're experiencing you need someone to acknowledge you for feeling what you're feeling and for experiencing what you're experiencing. To have someone come forward and just say, yeah, it sucks. What happened is terrible, and I see you, and I'm here with you. Why is that so hard to find? I ask myself that often, especially during this last year and a half of my life, um, during a big period of grief, is why is it so hard to find people who can just simply acknowledge us? And there's a lot of reasons for this, and I'm going to cover a few of them here. I mean, let's talk about support first. You know, we, we want support. In fact, you need support when you're going through grief. Grief isn't meant to be navigated alone. And you want to cocoon yourself when you're grieving. And it's not because you actually want to be alone it's because of your fear of being misunderstood, your fear of being judged, your fear of being shamed for what it is that you're experiencing. And that fear is pretty legitimate because there are people in your life who are going to judge you, who are going to shame you, who are going to try and rush you through this process of grief, leaving you feeling unseen, unheard, misunderstood. That's what leads you to wanting solitude. And in saying that, you're not actually seeking out solitude. You're isolating yourself. And at times during your grieving process, it's beneficial to be in solitude. In fact, it's necessary. But what's also necessary is support. And so when it comes to support, oftentimes you'll have people coming up to you offering support to support you through your grief, but the way in which they're supporting you doesn't feel right. And... That's because what you really need is the support of their presence alone to be seen, to be heard, to be held. You don't necessarily need advice. You don't need a helping hand to pull you out of grief. You need someone who's willing to see you in your grief and not be... Uncomfortable. You need someone who's willing to hear you in your grief without feeling a need to offer advice or fix you. You need someone who is willing to hold you as you grieve. And that holding can be done in silence. So when it comes to support, that's actually what it is that those who are grieving need the most. And I'll be honest, most people don't have the capacity to hold you in grief because they have not allowed themselves to travel to the same depths of grief as you are now doing. And if someone hasn't really experienced those depths of grief, it's gonna be very hard for them to hold you or to witness you in that grief. Or perhaps they have experience that depth of grief, but it was so deeply uncomfortable for them that they rushed through the process or bypassed the process, which means they didn't really experience the depths, which is what they then want to see you do. So most people don't have the capacity to hold you in your grief because they just haven't been to those same depths. That doesn't make it wrong for you. That doesn't make it wrong that you are experiencing these depths of grief. And that's really important for you to understand. It doesn't make it wrong. What you're feeling is okay. What you're feeling is is so human. In fact, it's more human than those who bypass grief. It's more human to allow ourselves the permission and the grace to really feel the fullest expansion of our emotions, and that includes grief. Most people rush through the process of grief or bypass it altogether, again, because of the discomfort that comes with it. Because let's be honest, grief can be very uncomfortable. It can be really uncomfortable. But what you have to remember and what I have learned in my own personal experience is despite the discomfort of the situation, I can actually find comfort in being in it. So the grief itself, the feeling of it, the heaviness of it can be uncomfortable, but we can also be okay in it. We can be in grief without letting it consume us in our entire lives, which is often the fear. If we allow ourselves to feel the depths of fear, we're going to get sucked into it and end up being depressed. And no, that's not the case. If you allow yourself to be in those moments of grief, in those spaces of grief, in the discomfort of grief, It can feel okay to be there. It can feel normal. It can actually feel more human to be in that grief than it is to bypass it altogether. And this is why many people in your life, many people that you come across will want you to then also rush through your grief or bypass your grief altogether because of the discomfort that they feel around you in your grief. I'm going to repeat that because it's really important. A lot of people in your life are going to try and rush you through your process of grief to get you out into the other side, to quote unquote fix you because they think that you're uncomfortable in their grief, but that's a projection. They are actually uncomfortable with your grieving process. It's uncomfortable for them. This is why it's important to know that you don't have to change who you are or what you're feeling in order to make those around you more comfortable with your process. Feel free to change instead, to change or refine the people that you choose to surround yourself with during this time and choose to surround yourself only with the people who can hold you through this. The thing is uh, grief comes in waves. We hear that all the time, but it's so, so true. Grief does come in waves. And when you are in a season of grief, when you are grieving, it is possible for you to still show up for others, but it's not possible for you to show up for others when others aren't showing up for you. And the best way for people to hold you through your grief is through their presence So just know that you have permission to change or refine the people around you because you will need support through grief. Due to society's views on grief and how we've been taught or raised to view grief, it's so easy to shame ourselves when we're in it. It's so easy to shame ourselves when we're feeling it. And it's quite frankly, really easy to shame others or judge other people. But grief truly isn't anything to be ashamed of. As I mentioned, grief lies on the other side of love. And that means that the deeper you loved, the deeper you'll grieve. And again, just like we can love people, things, being, souls, for the entirety of our lives even when they're not in our lives, we can also grieve for the entirety of our lives. But the grief doesn't have to be all-consuming. When we allow ourselves to really be with the depths of grief, we're able to process that grief. But that doesn't mean we're going to we are not going to experience grief in the future. We're going to have moments. A song will come on that's going to remind you of something, a, a smell, a taste, an experience, uh, something that someone says. These reminders are reminders of how much you loved, which is then also... On the, on the other side of it, a reminder of how much you're grieving. There are souls in our lives that we're going to love forever, which means there are souls in our lives which we will also grieve forever, and that is okay. That is totally okay. Don't let anyone or anything tell you otherwise. It's beautiful. Grief is a beautiful thing, and, and just because you're going to You feel that grief for a prolonged amount of time doesn't mean you're going to get stuck in it. We get stuck in grief when we resist. We get stuck in grief when we try to bypass it and it continues to rear its head. But when we actually allow ourselves to feel grief, when we allow ourselves to navigate through grief, when we allow ourselves those moments to cry and to break down and to be held, we are processing the grief. It's also possible to move forward in life when one is grieving and of course in your own time often there's a period of grieving where everything is going to be at a standstill and that's when you're feeling the first shock or the of the traumatic event or whatever it is that happened the loss but then comes a time when there's a part of you that's going to want to move forward and then there's this part of you that's going to argue with that other part saying but we can't move forward. And if I move forward, it's going to mean that I didn't love this or you're going to try and make it wrong. But there is a difference between moving forward and moving on. This doesn't mean that you're going to move on from the person, the the experience, the soul, whatever it is that you're grieving. It means that you're choosing to move forward and you can move forward and still grieve. And that's really important to understand is This isn't moving on. This is moving forward. This is offering yourself permission to continue moving forward in a direction that feels truly aligned with you at this stage of your life. What is most important is to know that grief is really deep, just like love. There's so many layers to it and complexities. And the greatest gift that you can offer yourself, just like love, the greatest gift that you can offer yourself is to. Have the spaciousness and the grace to journey to the depths of your grief without pressuring yourself to rush through it, without shaming yourself for being in it, without judging yourself for feeling it, and to be really gentle with yourself on this journey. And I say this as a reminder for you, but also for me as I'm still in this journey. Which leads me to... Share a few more things that you need to understand about grief. Seven things to understand about grief. And these are things that I didn't really understand about grief prior to really going to the depths of it. It's also things that aren't really spoken in our society. But they're really important to understand, especially if you're in your own process or journey with grief. So number one is the more you love, the more you'll grieve. Very important a lot of people shame themselves for feeling the grief that they feel or for feeling grief for a prolonged amount of time but it's like that is such a beautiful reminder of how much you loved the deeper you you love the deeper you'll grieve it's a beautiful thing the second thing you need to understand is that grief is not linear and it's not predictable it can hit you out of nowhere Again, a song can come on and you could be having the best day of your life and all of a sudden you're crying because the lyrics remind you of someone or a smell reminds you of an experience or something someone says reminds you of someone else that is no longer in your life. Grief isn't linear. It's not predictable. And it can hit you like waves. The third thing is that you cannot place a timeline on grief. You just can't. As I said, grief is something that we can feel for the entirety of our lives depending on what it is that we are grieving. And that's okay. Like it's really time to drop the shame around how we grieve and to allow our, ourselves the permission to, to just grieve and know that that is a sign of how much we loved. The fourth thing to understand is that grief doesn't require you to do anything. It really doesn't. What grief wants you to do is to just be present with it. And the deeper your presence is with grief, the deeper your presence becomes with love. I mean, truly. The deeper your, your relationship with grief, the deeper your relationship with love. So there's nothing to do with grief. Grief just wants you to be with it, to be present with it. And again, this doesn't mean that you get sucked into grief and you're going to get sucked into depression and your life is going to be at a standstill. No, this just means that in those moments when you feel grief, to allow yourself to feel that. And if you're in the middle of something, a big meeting, great. Okay, put a lid on it. But then later on in that day, allow yourself to feel. Don't just shove it aside. Give yourself permission and the grace to really be human. The fifth thing to understand is that grief really offers new perspectives to bring more meaning into your life. Grief, when you're experiencing it, it almost feels like the rest of the world disappears. But when you start to look at your life through that lens of what, grief has shown you through that new perspective, you're going to begin to see new ways of bringing meaning into your life. You're going to begin to recognize the ways in which you're living without meaning in your life. Grief truly does offer new perspectives to help you bring more meaning into your life, to cultivate more meaning into your life. So choose to, to view life through those new perspectives The sixth thing that you need to understand about grief is that grief has the power to (laughs) rip your life apart. And that may sound dramatic, but anyone who's grieved understands this. It has the power to rip your life apart. It has the power to rip apart your relationships, to destroy what, what it is that you were creating and how you were living. But grief also has the power to open you up to new ways of navigating through life. It has the power to open you up to new relationships, to new connections, to new opportunities, to new perspectives, to moving through life with more grace and compassion, to moving through life at a different pace, perhaps slower. So as much as grief can destroy and rip things apart, it can also create and start something new. And the seventh thing you need to understand about grief is that you will need support. As I mentioned before, it's really easy to want to isolate yourself because of that fear of people not understanding, of people not being able to hold you, of not being held. And that fear is rooted in something very real because undoubtedly you've experienced that in your life before, especially when grieving. A lot of people are uncomfortable around people who grieve. A lot of people don't understand. And again, it's not for them to understand. But then they're not even open to just holding and and being present. But you will need support. And that's why it's important to find those people who can really just hold you through this journey without trying to change you, without trying to make you something different. People who can really just be present So those are the seven things you need to understand about grief. And if you are grieving, or if someone you love is grieving, someone in your life is grieving, I truly pray that this episode sheds some new light and new perspectives on on what grief truly is and the beauty that grief has to offer. As much as it can cause chaos in one's life, as much as it can (laughs) destroy things, break things apart, It also is such a beautiful and potent journey when you allow yourselves to really be in the depths of grief, when you allow yourself to see what grief is showing you, and when you recognize that your grief is truly just a sign of how much you loved. And if it's other people in your life that are grieving, to, to really see that in them, that their grief is a beautiful thing and that the only thing that they need from you is your presence, is to be held, is to know that they're heard and seen and acknowledged through this. It's all that's needed. Grief isn't something that we need to fix. It's something that we get to feel. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth where I'm taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. If you have yet to grab a copy of my book, head to www.potentleadership.com and grab yours today. You can also download Potent Leadership on Audible. If you are tuning in and you're interested in learning about ways in which you can work with me, just head to rubyframon.com. And if you want more information, you can also just connect with me on social media at IamRuby. Just drop me a DM and you can reach me or... You can also text hashtag potent truth to 1781 and text me directly with your questions. And by texting hashtag potent truth, you'll also receive weekly potent reminders sent directly to your phone. Please be sure to download a few episodes and drop a rating on iTunes and Spotify and a review on iTunes. Every single rating and review helps get this podcast out to more people around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and for being part of the Potent Truth Movement. Aho!